Welcome back. You're listening to the EFT Healing Center Online Radio Network, starring Annabelle Fisher, and I'm your co-host, Scott Patton. Hey, Annabelle, how are you doing today? Hi, Scott. I am very good. Thank you. Good afternoon. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful to be here again. It is, yes. I'm <laughs> delighted to be working with you again, Scott. I, I love our time together. I love what we discuss. And uh, you and I have been uh, discussing a couple of other projects over the last few weeks that I'm really excited about. Me too. I'm really thrilled. We're going to be bringing some wonderful, powerful healing information to uh, all of our listeners and uh, everybody else in the, in the world of uh, online healing. Yes, because uh, I love the podcasts that we do, and I think uh, we, we offer value, and there's a lot to learn. And sometimes I, I often end up thinking, oh, if only we had a little longer, uh, I'd love to have discussed a, a few more points. And uh, now uh, that's what we've been doing, longer yep. recordings. That's right. We'll be making them available within uh, a very short period of time. Wonderful. I can't wait. So one of the things that we've had some people ask us about is um, how, uh, first of all, if, and if, if so, how can we use EFT to deal with pain? That's it, yes. Uh, it's been my experience that uh, many people come to EFT in the first place uh, because of uh, either chronic or, or short-term pain that they have. Um, and EFT is, uh, is an incredible tool to use for easing and, and completely erasing physical pain. Wow. So, how, do you have any idea how that works? Uh, well, it works in exactly the same way as anything that we would uh, use EFT to address. Um, don't forget, the bottom line with emotional freedom techniques is we are straightening out the meridian energy system. The reason that we're feeling whatever we're feeling, so if that's anger or disappointment or we're procrastinating or uh, we have a physical illness or a physical pain or maybe somebody's a smoker or a drinker or whatever the situation is, uh, that's going on because of a disruption in the body's energy system. So with the tapping, uh, whatever the uh, difficulty or challenge is, we are straightening out that energy system. So the same goes for the physical pain. The, uh, the energy system is not in alignment uh, for whatever reasons. Uh, and it, it's fascinating for me because uh, with EFT, we, it, it's a relatively simple technique to use on ourselves. If we have the understanding, um, I acknowledge what the problem is, and then I accept myself. Uh, so, for example, even though I'm feeling very disappointed today, uh, that I failed my test. Uh, I accept myself anyway. So we're acknowledging what the problem is and then, of course, balancing it out uh, with uh, the suggestion that I've done my best. Uh, with physical pain, uh, it, it's interesting because we can tap on the physical pain. And I would suggest to uh, everyone listening that uh, when, when we are in pain, First of all, simply tap on that physical pain. So even though I have a really bad headache or even though I have this chronic lower back pain, and so address what is literally showing up, acknowledge that, and accept the self. 
and see what the results are. Uh, because uh, that, of course, it will be of benefit. Uh, so when, when I say acknowledge uh, what's going on physically, that, that would be um, not necessarily simply just uh, mentioning the pain, but a little more depth to that. So, for example, uh, where is the pain? Uh, well, it's in uh, my, my low, the lower left side of my back. Um, and how big is the pain? And a great, uh, a great way to uh, determine that is if, if we make a, the size of a fist. So is it bigger or smaller than the size of a fist? Oh, well, it's actually the size of a melon. Um, okay, so that, that's the location and the size. And, and another way to uh, consider the pain uh, for people who are very visual is does it have a color? So often when I ask clients that, um, it will be quite a dark color to start with. And remember, there's no right or wrong, wrong in this. It's uh, just the way somebody sees something. So uh, I'm often told it's black or dark red or um, you know, dark brown color. So we've got the location, we've got the size, and we've got the color. And a question I often throw in about the color is what does that color remind you of? Uh, and this is a fascinating question, Scott. Uh, let me tell you about a client I was working with a number of years ago. Uh, he was describing a pain uh, in his feet. He had gangrene and uh, he, he was in chronic pain. So I asked him the color that he saw and uh, he said it was a deep red color. And I asked him what the color reminded him of. And he had grown up in Eastern Europe and he said, the color, this particular red reminds me of the color um, of the army badge or army emblem of one of the soldiers. Um, he had, uh, this soldier had a cap and then this red badge on the front of his cap. And my client described to me a very vivid memory that he had where this soldier and his colleagues burst into his family home at night to wow. interrogate his parents. Um, and uh, he had remembered the, the soldier, he'd remembered the cap, and in particular he'd remembered this specific army emblem on the front, and it was the same red as that. So with that, I had my hook. Um, I didn't tap on the physical pain that he was feeling. I tapped on that particular memory with him. Everything it brought up for him, all the sadness, the grief, the anger, the fear, uh, that uh, as he was a little boy at that time, it, being exposed to that very traumatic uh, experience. So we tapped on that memory and once we had eased the memory and all the charge around that memory had gone, then his uh, pain left him. Wow. Uh, so so um, I want to move on in a moment to the emotional drivers. But right now, uh, that was just an aside, really, cause the, the power of uh, the memory. So what does this color remind you of? I mean, it, there could be anything. So, I mean, often I'm told things like, oh, um, dirty, uh, oh, this brown color reminds me of dirty dishwater. Or uh, th this uh, black reminds me of uh, the, the hole that I can't get out of or something like that. I mean, there's no right or wrong. It's, it's completely down to the individual and how they interpret the color to mean something. Right. So, so we've got the location of the pain, um, the size of it, the color of it. Also, what's useful is, is, the, is the pain moving? 
Sometimes I'm told, no, it's, it's static and it, it's staying where it is. Sometimes it pulses. Uh, sometimes it, it's moving around, like it can start in the lower back and it can edge up to the middle back and then go back down, that kind of thing. Um, and also, what, what's the um, description or, or the quality of the pain, so to speak? So it might be a churning uh, stomach pain or a really tight constriction in the chest or a pounding headache, something like that. So there are different dis ways that we can describe the pain um, and then use all of that information as we're tapping. So why that's important is it's because we're getting specific. So rather than simply saying, even though I have a really bad headache, I accept myself anyway, we can say something like, even though I have this dark brown colored pounding headache, I deeply and completely accept myself. So we're getting specific and really connecting in. Um, and of course, along with that, we're judging or gauging the intensity as well. So 10 being the, the most painful, zero being it's gone. Right. So do you find most of the time the pain is connected to an emotional trauma? That's right, yes. So that's why I say uh, when you start out tapping, if you're in pain, start out uh, tapping on the quality of the pain, so what it feels like right now, and uh, see if that brings about results. If it reduces the pain, great, keep going. If, if it doesn't reduce the pain, uh, then we know that there's something a little more underlying going on. Uh, so just as you and I often discuss, whatever's showing up for us is the symptom. And it's really important that we play the creative detective and get to the root cause of that, what, what's prompting this in the first place. So most usually there is some kind of emotional driver to the pain, particularly if it's chronic. So for example, if somebody gets home from work and they find they've got a really blazing headache, there may not be any emotional charge to that. Or there may be. They may have had an argument with their boss or they may have had a very stressful meeting or something like that. But it could be that they're just tired after a long day um, and they need to get home and rest. Um, or if somebody bangs their knee on a table leg or something as they get up uh, to leave the table, um, then that's pretty much they've hurt themselves because they've just injured themselves. Uh, but Unless it's an occurrence like that, uh, most usually there is an emotional driver there. And for whatever reason, uh, that has come to the fore in the way of physical pain. Now, there are many ways that it, it could... Uh, come to our attention, um, and I talk, I've talked to you about uh, the way that uh, people with serious illness have many different symptoms, and, and pain is one of those symptoms. Uh, so when we uh, consider pain, think about where it may be coming from. Why may the body be in pain at this moment? Cool. So uh, with that in mind, um, there are many ways to go about this, many, uh, many routes to take of how to be the creative detective. And uh, for those of you listening uh, to this, if you haven't heard uh, Scott and my podcast on being the creative detective, I, I encourage you to listen to that because there's some great questions there about how to get to the root cause. Uh, but some of the questions that I consider if, if somebody is in pain, of course, is when did the pain start? So there could be a traumatic event um, or a series of very stressful events that led up to this pain starting. 
what was going on in your life when you first realized that uh, th this pain was pretty consistent? Um, or um, one, one question I love to ask is uh, if this illness, uh, sorry, if this pain had a voice, what might it be saying? Uh, and uh, it's fascinating the kind of answers that I'm given uh, when I ask clients that. Uh, like they'll say things like, I can't take any more, or I just want this to end. Uh, or they might uh, specifically mention something about a family member or a, an experience they've had in their life. And of course, again, that, that's the information to use and to tap on. Uh, so finding out the root, the, the emotional driver, emotional component or contributor to what, what may be causing the pain is, is really important. Right. And I, I just want to bring, kind of emphasize too in, in my experience that the, uh, the power of the emotions to create uh, pain, you know, particularly when we're, we're pushing down emotions and we're not kind of letting them you know, speak, like you say, you know, what, what is the pain saying to you? Uh, if we don't kind of let that out, uh, it can cause all sorts of havoc in our bodies. Yes. Uh, well, I, I'm a big believer that uh, the body uh, says no on our behalf. Uh, so if we're unable or unwilling for whatever reason to resolve um, some difficulty or to speak up or whatever's going on for us, then the body will do that for us. Uh, so the more that we stuff down, the bigger um, stressor is, or the bigger amount of stress or um, weight uh, that is uh, putting upon the body. Um, yeah. And it, it needs it needs to draw our, our attention to that, and so it does so in in the way of pain. Yeah, I actually have a, a story that I I want to share with you about about pain. As you were talking, you reminded me of it. And uh, many years ago, I knew somebody who did firewalks, and she would take us in a group of about twenty people, and we would walk across about ten or fifteen feet of red hot coals and part of the process that she went through was t you know us telling our body that we're in uh, perfect radiant health was the mantra that she used so she was telling me one day about uh, an occasion when she had finished this fire walk and on it was like on Saturday or Sunday and on Monday she had this phone call from one of the people that participated in in the event who was in the hospital and her feet had third degree burns all over the bottom of her feet and she obviously was in great pain and everything else and and uh, the instructor told the uh, lady in the hospital you know focus on you know saying your mantra and sending healing energy and all this stuff and and, uh, <laughs> and she got interrupted by the patient who said no 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 you don't understand I did not walk across the coals. <laughs> <laughs> Just seeing other people walking across caused her feet to have this reaction, right? Wow. <laughs> so, you know, what we see, what we think, what we feel uh, can have a huge impact on our body. 
Yes, indeed, because of course, uh, what what she saw became her truth in that moment, and mm-hmm. and her belief, and and then uh, that the manifestation of that was at the bottom of her feet. That's fascinating. Yeah, it was just it was just amazing, just amazing, it's the power of our mind. So, uh, I really think that, and I think you agree that a lot of the pain that we create in our lives, in our bodies, are the result of emotional things that we just haven't dealt with. Yes. um, I mean, certainly the physical pain is a way uh, of our body responding to uh, what what we've experienced that has been unresolved for whatever reasons. Maybe because we've been unaware that we needed to resolve it, uh, or maybe because we haven't had the tools or the skills to know how to resolve it. Um, and so the body does the talking for us. I, I mean, it's absolutely a huge part of the work that I do, that the power of the body and, and how it speaks up on our behalf. And that's when we do, well, sometimes people don't, but if the pain becomes consistent and then chronic, then people do sit up and take notice. Uh, and then that's when, of course, we can step in with EFT um, and indeed tap on the physical pain as we're experiencing it. So acknowledging the, the physical symptoms and accepting ourselves and then most probably needing to go a little deeper. So, okay, what generated this in the first place? Right. And the beauty of EFT is, is that it can help us to deal with these uh, emotions and, and physical pain in a gentle way. Yes, and of course all in one, Scott, because uh, with the client that I was telling you about who remembered the red on the guard's uh, cap, uh, the army guard's cap, I mean, we, we resolved a very painful, uh, traumatic memory that he had had since childhood, and we cleared the physical pain that he was experiencing in that moment too. Uh, so it, it's uh, secondary benefits there. Right. Cool. One thing that's uh, interesting about using EFT, for, well, there's two things, actually, I'd like to uh, mention. One of them is um, that when, when it's been my experience and, it, and is very commonplace uh, with, with working on pain with EFT, is that um, a phenomenon called chasing the pain may happen, which is um, when we tap on a physical pain, so let's use the example again of the the lower left side of my back, Um, that that pain may clear, and yay, I'm free of the pain, and then I have an awareness that I have a pain in my left shoulder suddenly. Um, And so I use EFT to tap on that, and then that pain goes, and then it's suddenly kind of creeping down into my left forearm, and the pain is there. And it may not be the same kind of pain, like it might not be a dull ache, it could be a sharp, jaggy pain or something like that. Uh, But it seems as though the pain is moving, and with EFT, we are chasing it around the body. Um, And so if anybody's had that experience, um, it can be a little unnerving because there are questions like, well, why would this be happening? Why why is it coming up now in a different place? Um, That is all good good news because what that means is that uh, things are shifting for us. We are are getting to the core somehow. Uh, We're getting nearer to resolution. And... uh, 
I, I've talked to you about the different aspects uh, that uh, it's important to address with EFT. So in other words, don't be too general when we tap, get, get more clear and address specifics. So most usually when we find we are chasing the pain, in other words, it's moving from one place in the body to another, the more we tap, that just means that other aspects are coming up for us. It could be other thoughts or beliefs or memories. And all of this is most usually happening subconsciously. So please don't expect to know what you're you're supposed to know there is no right or wrong with EFT but what's curious is as the pain moves and you continue to tap on it it could be that you suddenly have a flash of a memory or a conversation you've had with somebody or something that you saw and don't dismiss that use that information and use EFT on that specific memory or message right cool so can we do a uh uh, trial EFT tapping on uh, on pain for everybody. Absolutely. Are you in pain, Scott? I very much hope not. Uh, I can pretend. <laughs> oh, not really. I did yoga last night, so I'm in feeling pretty stretched out. Okay. So, but I I can certainly direct you through working with pain. Uh, is there a pain that um, is like, for example, often when, when people are stressed, they may have um, a sore spot in their body. So it, that, that's the, the place where uh, their body sends them a message to tell them, maybe you've pushed yourself a little too far. So for example, when I was healing from chronic fatigue syndrome and I was more active, and in fact, I'd started my business and I was seeing clients, I always had a really good barometer, a really good gauge, because I knew if I'd pushed myself um, too far, because my um, the muscles in my thighs would really ache and my knees would ache. Mm -hmm. And this was one of the uh, biggest uh, problems that I had when I was very ill. I mean, I certainly wasn't experiencing the pain I, I would have experienced when I was very ill, but it was still there. It was my body saying, hello, I think you've pushed yourself a bit far now. Is there anything like that that you have? I tend to hold a lot of my stress in my neck and my shoulders. So that can, that's where, if I have pain anywhere, it's usually in that area. All right. And then when you do have pain in that area, um, let, let, well, let's go through the questions that I asked earlier. Um, what, where it specifically is that? Is that both, both shoulders or one in particular? Both shoulders. Okay. And uh, how big is the pain, Scott? So does it stretch across your shoulders or is it specific to an area? Mm, I'd say it's like a line about an inch wide from shoulder to shoulder. Okay. And uh, that, that shoulder line or that inch wide line in your shoulders, does it move? No. Okay. And uh, does it have a color? thought of that. If, if you can't see a color, can you imagine what the color might be? I would, yeah, I was thinking like a, a dirty purple. Okay, and so what, what's the meaning of dirty purple to you? What does it remind you of? 
Reminds me of kind of like being hidden away. Okay. And is that something that you've experienced, being hidden away? Um, I don't think so. But I, I was just sort of thinking as a kid, you know, when I hide in the closet when I was a kid. That was kind of the, what reminded me of it. Hmm. Very good. And remember, with EFT, there's no right or wrong. It, it's whatever feels congruent to you in the moment. Okay. And even though you're not in pain right now, what, what intensity might your, the pain be when, like you said, I hold it in my shoulders? What, does it get up to a 10 sometimes? Mm, no, usually about 7 is as intense as it gets. All right. Okay, so um, we can ta certainly tap on this shoulder pain that you sometimes experience. And um, before I tap with Scott, I want to remind everyone that I'm not a licensed health professional, but I do offer EFT as an advanced EFT practitioner. And EFT is not intended to be used as a replacement for medical treatment, but can be used in conjunction. And uh, regarding your use of EFT, you're encouraged to consult your doctor or therapist. So in choosing to tap along with Scott and me, you're required to take complete responsibility for your own emotional, physical, and mental health and well-being, both during and after this podcast. And if you are driving or... Uh in charge of any vehicle of any sort, moving at any speed, and you're like driving it, please don't tap until after you stop. Okay. Very good. So for all of you listening, if you want to work on a physical pain, remember state uh, the number, the intensity rating of the pain as it is right now. Uh, if you don't, you're not in pain but you want to do some tapping, like Scott, uh, I suggest you, you, ta you state the number that the pain usually reaches. And uh, we will uh, start uh, our tapping. And feel free to substitute the words that feel right for you because you may not have a dirty purple color in your mind. Your shoulders may not be hurting right now. Oh, yeah, one question, Scott. Uh, you said that you hold the tension in your shoulders, but what do they? what is that pain in your shoulders like? How would you describe that? Uh, dull throbbing. Okay. I... I, I I had one other question, Annabelle, before we continue, and that is, in your experience, when you tap on someone who who is in a physical who is in physical pain, do you see um, a quick reduction in pain, or like what sort of results do you see? Ah, thank you, Scott. I was just writing that down, funnily enough, because I remembered I had said to you, I have two things to tell you, and I only told you one. Um, so I had talked about chasing the pain, where the pain moves around the body. And the other thing I was going to mention, uh, um, which is what you've said about the reduction uh, in intensity, is it's very interesting with EFT uh, tapping on pain. Uh, when we, we tap on a, an emotion uh, that we're feeling about something or we're clearing a memory, uh, the intensity usually drops very quickly and we can clear it completely. With physical pain, often that's not the case. 
and nobody seems to know why exactly. Much of the time it's probably because we're not getting to the emotional driver. But if you're finding that you're tapping on physical pain and it's not clearing fully in the, in the time that you're tapping, just leave it and take a break because it could be that in a few minutes or a couple of hours, you, your pain has diminished or completely gone. And I find that with uh, clients that I work with, say they're in my home office, they may still have some residue of pain and by the time they've driven home, they feel fine. Or um, later that afternoon, they're feeling uh, very different. So for whatever reason, um, pain takes a little while longer to clear completely. Um, so just be mindful and respectful of yourself. Take a break and just tune, check into the pain a little bit later and just see, oh, well, it was at a five and now it's definitely only a one or a two. That's great. Cool. All right. So we can tap the karate chop point as usual and we'll start off by saying this, even though I have all this pain in my shoulders. Even though I have all this pain in my shoulders. I really want to accept myself. I really want to accept myself. Even though when I get stressed or tired. Even though when I get stressed or tired. I hold the tension in my shoulders. I hold the tension in my shoulders. And I want to accept myself for doing that. And I want to accept myself for doing that. And bring a little healing to this. And bring a little healing to this. Even though it could be. Even though it could be. That for some reason, that for some reason, I don't want to relax my shoulders. I don't want to relax my shoulders. I do want to accept all of me. I do want to accept all of me. And we'll just say one more, Scott. Even though uh, there is a part of me, even though there is a part of me, that is unable or unwilling to relax my shoulders that is unable or unwilling to relax my shoulders. There is a wiser and more powerful part of me. There is a wiser and more powerful part of me that knows deep down that knows deep down I can be calm and confident. I can be calm and confident. And my shoulders deserve to feel safe and relaxed. And my shoulders deserve to feel safe and relaxed. So I want to allow that part of me to grow. So I want to allow that part of me to grow. Okay, so we'll go to the top of the head and we'll say this. The pain in my shoulders. The pain in my shoulders. And the eyebrow point. The pain when I get stressed in my shoulders. The pain when I get stressed in my shoulders. And the outside of the eye. The tension that I hold there. The tension that I hold there. Under the eye. The dull throbbing. The dull throbbing under the nose that tension in my shoulders that tension in my shoulders and the chin point creating a hidden away feeling creating a hidden away feeling and the collarbone point that dull throbbing sensation that dull throbbing sensation under the arm the pain in my shoulders the pain in my shoulders and back to the top of the head and all that the and all the pain means to me and all the pain means to me. Eyebrow point. The reasons why I hold the pain there. The reasons why I hold the pain there. And the side of the eye. The reasons why there is a hidden away feeling. The reason why there is a hidden away feeling. Under the eye. That dirty purple pain. That dirty purple pain. 
under the nose and the discomfort that I feel. And the discomfort I feel. Chin point. And the reasons why the pain continues. And the reason why the pain continues. Collarbone point. I deserve to bring some healing to this. I deserve to bring some healing to this. And under the arm, I really want my shoulders to relax. I really want my shoulders to relax. And back to the top of the head. I want to feel comfortable again. I want to feel comfortable again. Eyebrow point. I deserve to feel easy and relaxed. I deserve to feel easy and relaxed. Side of the eye. All the pain that I've held on to. All the pain I've held on to. Under the eye. I deserve to feel safe enough to let it go. I deserve to feel safe enough to let it go. Under the nose. Letting go of the hidden away feeling. Letting go of the hidden away feeling. Chin point. Releasing that dull throbbing pain. Releasing that dull throbbing pain. Collarbone point. Feeling a sense of ease in my body. Feeling a sense of ease in my body. Under the arm. Feeling comfortable and relaxed. Feeling comfortable and relaxed. Very nice. So let's close our eyes and we'll take a comfortable breath. Okay, well done, Scott. Now, I know that when we started, you actually mentioned that probably because of the hot yoga last night, your shoulders weren't particularly painful anyway. You had said that usually when they're in pain, they're about a level seven. But just right now, what's going on with your shoulders? They were feeling pretty good anyway. How are they feeling now? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they just really feel relaxed. And... Uh... It's just, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yes, it's interesting. When I do um, my first uh, workshop, Level 1, The Essentials of EFT, um, we do uh, some tapping around pain. And often people don't have any particular pain. They may have a slight discomfort in a part of their body, and they might say, oh, it's a 1 or a 2. So I say, that's okay. Just tap anyway with the group and see how you feel afterwards. So then it goes to a 0, and then they keep tapping. And then they said, wow, it's like a minus 3 now. It feels fantastic. So it just keeps getting better and better as the body relaxes even more. So there's, there's certainly never any uh, end to EFT. We can keep going and, and relax ourselves even more. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's wonderful. So for those people listening, uh, don't forget when you're tapping uh, to start by uh, describing the pain. As, as I did with Scott, we talked about the fact that the pain was in his shoulders. Uh, I included the color that he saw and what that color meant, which was a hidden away feeling. And he described the pain as dull and throbbing. So I integrated all of that information as we tapped the points um, because we were literally describing the, the physical pain um, as it as it was for him then and um, if you're finding that there you're getting stuck on a number like it does go down maybe it starts to seven it goes down to a four and a half and then it's sort of stuck at two or three after keep tapping then just leave it take a break and just check in an hour or so later just to see what that pain's like because chances are it may have dissolved anyway but I would encourage you, if you are in chronic pain, to certainly use EFT the way we've just done it. Um, 
numerous times during the day. I mean, we really want to rewire the, the brain here and uh, reprogram the way that we're thinking about our body and uh, the sensations that we're feeling. Uh, so tap regularly. I mean, if you can, maybe once or twice an hour describing the pain, um, just so that you're getting into um, a real pattern of, of changing this around. Wow, that's really cool because it's not something I had thought about or really that we had talked about in previous episodes where you're really going after this pain. That's it, yes. I mean, certainly with anything that's chronic, um, I mean, that, that goes as well, Scott, for a chronic thought as well or a chronic belief um, or any physical symptom. Um, yeah, to use your words, you're going after it. So, I mean, that you can never over-tap. You can only be benefiting yourself or actually doing nothing. Like I've said to you, there's no contraindications with tapping, uh, which means there's no negative side effects. So you really are honing in and trying to work out why the pain has been there for a while and why it's not budging. Uh, so, yes, re regular tapping as much as possible. Cool. So, Annabelle, somebody wanted to know more about uh, EFT, maybe working with you to get rid of the pain that they're suffering from. What, uh, what should they do? They can visit my uh, website, Scott, which is www.theefthealingcenter.com. Um, and I've got a whole wealth of resources there and a section on chronic illness and pain um, and uh, some articles about that also. And uh, people are more than welcome to sign up for my newsletter. Um, and uh, that, that's usually I send out a newsletter once a month and also other emails, for example, uh, YouTube videos t with tap-alongs on them so people can watch and tap along with me when I'm addressing specific problems. Um, or I might uh, send out an email uh, notifying people that there's something useful in the EFT world they might want to listen to. Mm. Um, so, and in doing so, they'll uh, they'll be able to download uh, my complimentary ebook, Tap Into Your Fullest Potential. Wonderful. And you also offer a uh, free, a short free consultation for people that are interested in knowing more as well, right? That's right. Thirty minute uh, EFT consultation by phone. Uh, for people to ask questions and we can do some tapping together, work out if they want to work with me privately or just answer some questions. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Annabelle, for taking time out of your busy day. I know that you're booked weeks in advance and uh, we really appreciate you sharing this. My shoulders are especially appreciative today. <laughs> I'm delighted, Scott. Well done. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time.